Hello and welcome to another episode of Vipers Voices. I'm Brian Murgatroyd and in this episode we're looking ahead to the Desert Vipers' next match of the DP World ILT20 against MI Emirates in Abu Dhabi on Tuesday the 24th of January. To do that we'll be in the company of UAE all-rounder Rohan Mustafa who's already made a real impact on this tournament with his buccaneering batting at the top of the order alongside Alex Hales. Rowan will be looking back at the first loss for the side against the Gulf Giants on Sunday and reflecting on his time in the Vipers setup and it's safe to say he's enjoying every single moment of it. Before we hear from Rowan, just a reminder that if you want to go along to any of the Desert Vipers matches, tickets are still available and they can be bought via the Platinum List website and app. Lots to look back on and to look forward to, so let's get started. Rohan Mustafa has been one of the unsung heroes of the Desert Vipers campaign so far in this DP World ILT20 as his selfless batting at the top of the order has led the way in putting opposition bowlers on the back foot. He's formed a dynamic opening partnership with Alex Hales and against the Gulf Giants the pair put together the Vipers highest power play score so far with 62 and also the side's highest opening stand of the tournament as they added 72 at better than 10 runs per over. With Alex's outstanding form so far with 356 runs in four matches, Rowan's had one of the best seats in the house and it's fair to say he's impressed by what he's seen of his batting buddy. You know, when I saw him in reality, when batting with him on the next hand, so trust me, it is something different. I believe he have more than he have five to six seconds more than us whenever we bat seriously whenever he goes like he hit it everywhere all around the ground and it's very easy for him i wish he carry on this form till the whole tournament and you know he's one of the dangerous batsmen right now and rowan is also relishing the environment around the team i've been with few franchises in canada i've been with t10 I never got support like that, how they are supporting me, especially coaching staff, Tomodi sir, every time they come to me and it's a big honor for me that they come to me and they just support me, they just trust my trust on my things and they, they as you know in the last interview he said I can do bad, I can ball and can fit. So that's the thing you know you take it from there and uh, make your confidence up and you enjoy yourself. You know winning and losing is part of game and you know when you know, in life, when you finish things, so you, you just tell people that I played some cricket with these people, these legends, I played under them. So, I'm, trust me, I'm really enjoying it. He's also confident that the side can bounce back on Tuesday and put the loss against the Gulf Giants well and truly behind them. I don't think so there will be pressure on anyone. We did really well. A few mistakes that cost us yesterday match. I think we just need to cover that thing and it was very less mistakes. So I think if we cover that thing, we will uh, win the game. That's Rowan Mustafa and his interview is up next here on Vipers Voices. When we spoke with Rohan, first of all, he reflected on his time so far with the Desert Vipers and also on his elevation to one of the opening spots. Uh, it's been great for me as well. Uh, you know, I was never uh, aware of that I will go for opening with Alex Hales. 
you know, I did opening before, like a few years ago, but now I started again. Like, you know, have they trusted me? They give me opportunity. That's a big thing for me. And uh, I, to be honest, have they make a plan for me? I'm doing that, and they are quite happy with it. And you know, the main thing is, you know, the coaching staff, the everyone, you know, the all staff are supporting me as well. Uh, whenever I come out, even if I score eight runs or if I score twenty five in some. 10 balls so they support me like I score 100 honestly I say like whenever they support so it make my confidence more up so I believe I hope I go more than 25 of you know Alexei is doing really well so I, I don't think they need me right now but you know anyone can fail so I think if they fail so I can do for my team as well Talk to us about how the opening situation arose, because you you opened, of course, with Adam Lythe in the uh, in the warm up game when uh, Alex was rested, having just arrived from uh, the BBL. What notice were you given to to open? What instructions were you given? And did you then think you'd have a chance of opening in the first match? Uh, no, the, you know, in the practice, I was just hitting very well, and uh, they have asked me before as well, "Do you open?" I said, "Yes, I open sometime." And then uh, Mundo told me that if we give you opportunity to open, you just need to go for, uh, you know, you just need to go. That's it. We don't need 100 from you. We don't need anything from you. Whatever you do, it's a best for, for us. And uh, if it's like 40 runs, 30 runs, whatever it is in the like more than 150 strike rate, it will be bonus for us. So after that, in the first match, I think I in the practice match, I hit six on the first ball of the match. So, you know, they were quite happy because I hit few fours after that and I got out. So they just told me, like, we need that kind of uh, batting from you. Once Alex sales came, my you will open. So I, I said, I don't have any problem. Um, and after that, you know, we were we were like, you know, we have a lot of ballers. So that's why we, we have a little bit less batsmen. So they just told me to go for open. What's it like to open with Alex Hales? Come on, uh, let, let, let us into the secret. Put us behind the curtain. What's it like batting with him? Uh, of course, you know, whenever he bats, uh, in the two matches I got out on first over, but trust me, whenever I'm the opposite, I'm just watching him. He's, you know, outstanding batsman. Trust me, I saw him on TV. But, uh, you know, when I saw him in reality, when batting with him on the next end, so... Trust me, it is something different. I believe he have more than he have five to six seconds more than us whenever we bat. Seriously, whenever he goes, like he hit it everywhere, all around the ground, and it's very easy for him. I wish he carry on this form till the whole tournament, and you know he's one of the dangerous batsmen right now. Takes the pressure off you, I suppose, but he argues that you take the pressure off him. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, whenever spinners comes in, he just come to me and he said, like, if I give like left arm spinner or the leg spinner, he's hitting better than me. But he just told me you can go more uh, more than me because he want to carry on as well. So I think uh, that's the thing, and uh, I believe if I score something runs, of course it will uh, make less pressure. As you saw in the second match, where we scored three over forty and we were chasing one thirty five something. So, but, um, you know, yesterday when I saw him, he, he took a strike from all the ball. Like he played some 24 balls in the power play and he smacked it all around. So I think he took pressure out of me now. What's the communication like between the two of you uh, in the middle? What, what sort of things do you say to each other to to encourage each other or offer some guidance? How does it work with the two of you? Uh, honestly, I like him in one case because uh, I don't like a lot of communication because uh, I think he also doesn't like. Um, 
you know we just go and we he just ask me does it swing i said no or just i ask him does he was swinging he said no other than that he just say okay ron you are doing really well and just go for it and uh, you are smacking really well and just go for it and uh, i think you know sometimes uh, i'm that kind of batsman where you know the batsman should give you confidence rather than telling you the swinging and all these things so it comes in your mind then you play with the other way but he just we just talk to each other that's it's good wicket and ball is coming on the bat and it's go for it so that's the that's the thing i really like in him that he support me and after every shot he just said like you know you hit it very well your shape was good so go that's it let's reflect a little bit on your bowling because you haven't done a lot of bowling in the, in the tournament so far i wonder whether that's because the pitches are relatively fresh the ball's been swinging around a little bit do you think there might be more of an opportunity for you later on in the tournament when the pitches become a little bit more tired? Yes, of course I believe uh, I think uh, uh, as I as you know the uh, tournament will goes on my wicket will be a little bit slower more slowers but the right now you know they they bring the new ball which swing more than that it's, I don't know this chip ball what is this called smart ball I think so it swing more so that's why they are using the fast bowler more than the spinners and uh, Honestly I don't say that uh, they should use it but uh, right now you saw it like a spinner goes for lot of runs and that is the reason maybe and uh, because when I came to desert desert wiper so I spoke to Munro that I want opportunity in bowling because I know I can do better but when you see the scorecard when you see the teams how teams going on then the and the bowlers are doing really well so you know you just go for win and that's the thing no Let's reflect on the game uh, yesterday against the Gulf Giants. It was quite a tough experience in the field with uh, Chris Lynn and Shimron Hetmeyer. They added 117 in just nine overs. Now, you were in the midst of that as well. You had a bowl. How difficult is it to keep a clear head when players are attacking like that yeah of course you know when i came to bowl and uh, before two was at my head three sixes on wendu and then to hall he went for some runs but after that when you come to bowl them you know you you just need to you know uh, spinner coach called just told me that you need to you know support your main strength and when it when the things come in like that you just need to do what you know the best so that's what exactly you need to do i bowl yorker very well so i tried in first over uh, of course it doesn't went well in the second over but i try in first over i gave away seven runs in that over and but they honestly they were you know the both batsmen they they are known for their batting and when they start so no one can stop them if it's in bpl or it's in cpl or wherever it is so i think uh, uh, they played really well and uh, other than that i don't think so we should blame any bowlers or uh, you know that to yesterday was their day it's so difficult isn't it when players are going like that because you simply cannot miss your lengths can you yes exactly you know i miss one your guy hit me for four in the state uh, of course when, especially when these kind of batsmen playing you can't miss a single thing when they are on you know running like you know they are hitting very well but uh, again we will say like you know sometime you know when you do your best if you if you get wicket in that kind of condition your confidence more goes up and you know that's that's how they you make become a big bowler 
Now, talk to me as well about your bowling to Chris Lynn yesterday, because there were a couple of occasions when you bowled short balls to him. Uh, what was your thinking there? And is that an illustration that perhaps sometimes when a batter is attacking in the way that he was and Shimron Hetmeyer was, sometimes you go away from your original plans? Uh, of course, exactly. Uh, you know, that's I uh, tried in my practice. You know, uh, everyone knows in the world that I bought really good Yorker. So they just stand straight and just try to hit me here. And, uh, you know, after that, you know, when you're, you're going, you're playing good cricket, you need to bring something different because otherwise if you do one thing, they will just know and then they will hit you for that. And when when the boundary is big on the one side, you can use the shorter ball. And uh, and I tried to learn this from Zahur, how he bowled the slower bouncer and it's like it's dipping. So it's not easy to hit uh, any time. And yesterday I bowled one, it went for one and then... Maybe you get wicked on that as well. So that's why I try I tried for wicked because they will pull it. Maybe it will catch. And the second went for four. But I still am happy because the line was good. And as I said, when they start going, so no one can stop them. So they he hit a good shot on that ball. Maybe like, you know, the fielder was a little bit two, three meters on the left. Maybe it took catch. But uh, I think I have to bring something different because he was standing tall and, you know, he was he was aware that he will bowl here. When I bowl him first ball, trust me, when he came to me, he said I didn't read it well. So that's, you know, after that ball, it was in my mind, like, you know, you can bowl it to anyone. I bowl it to Pollard as well, um, and uh, like in T10. But, you know, it's really helpful me. And I believe in the time I will learn more things, something different with that. Well, talking of learning... How much are you enjoying the experience of being in this uh, environment with players from all over the world, coaches from all over the world, you know, a really elite environment? It must be great fun. Uh, honestly, I won't lie. Trust me that uh, I've been with few franchises in Canada. I've been with T10. I never got support like that. How they are supporting me, especially coaching staff, Domodisar. Every time they come to me and it's a big honor for me that they come to me and they just support me. They just trust my trust on my things. And they, they as you know, in the last interview, he said, I can do bad, I can bowl and can feel. So that's the thing, you know, you take it from there and uh, make your confidence up and you enjoy yourself. You know, winning and losing is part of game. And, you know, when... You know, in life, when you finish things, so you you just tell people that I played some cricket with these people, these legend I played under them. How they are supporting me, James Foster, every time the spin coach called Mackenzie. Trust me, they come to me all the time. They just supported me and they just back me up for my things. And you know, like last match, I got out to Andrew Russell and he just Neil just came to me and he said like. You were doing very well. You hit it one for four in the state and one behind the square. And you just need to don't lose your shape. Just play. If it's a single, just take it single. So, you know, this small, small thing, which will really help me. And like like in last matches, when it I went, I hit a few boundaries and then I went to for single. So, I'm trust me, I'm really enjoying it. Now, what was the mood like in in the team and in the camp last night? The first defeat of the tournament... Was everyone a little bit down or was it simply a case of, look, we haven't lost the ILT20, we've just lost one match, that's all. We've made a good start still, three matches, the first three matches, all victories. It wasn't all doom and gloom, was it? Uh, you know, I'm kind of cricketer who lose any match. I did a little bit upset, but uh, this dressing room was very good. Uh, we just spoke to each other. You know, we won three games like uh, 
one-handedly and the last game we played really well we lost in the last over so it doesn't mean like you know sometime it's your bad day sometime sometime they played really well and i will give credit to their batsmen how they played it there was nothing such like that and uh, even monro speak to everyone that before leaving this dressing room we all we leave all the things in this this dressing room so we will not talk about this and i don't want to see anyone their heads around so i think we we were okay with it and as as you know it was a first match and you know things will come in more way other ways so we just no need to head down and we just need to play our cricket and i believe we are doing really well now you mentioned a little earlier zahur khan his slow ball bouncer you're going to come up against uh, zahur khan and uh, also richer aravind Basil Hamid, Mohammed Wazim, they're the gang who are down at MI Emirates. That's the next match on the agenda. You must be looking forward to that, but also you must be looking forward to to, to playing in that match to 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 get some momentum back for the side after after that last defeat. I think they also got lost yesterday night and uh, even they were like you know they won against KKR very very in the last over you know Najib Zadran scored something like that. Of course it will be a good match for us because even they lost we lost we just we want to be in the first two list and uh, it will be a great match of course we uh, they are they have a very good local player as well as you know Zahur Khan is one of the good T20 bowler in UAE and then Mohammad Wasim is one of the good batsmen but i think we just need to trust ourselves as we have a very good bowling lineup and uh, the batsmen are in good touch so that's that's how we will take the form from there and i think uh, if, if we, i will say about the last match we didn't did lot of mistake we mis- we did few mistakes i think we just need to cover that and just play the game and i think we have a good chance to win it you mentioned about the fact that uh, mi emirates they lost their last game against the dubai capitals it was a high scoring game though 200 plays 200 the uh, desert vipers played a high scoring game down there uh, as well in abu dhabi Talk to us about conditions down there, and and the fact that at the moment it seems to be uh, a, a run frenzy down there. Yeah, exactly. But uh, why going to very high scoring runs? Because Abu Dhabi, the uh, the ground is very quick. When you just middle in the uh, outfield, let's go for four, and that's of this uh, batsman get confidence more because if you hit the middle just like a normal shot in the gap, so it will go for four. and of course 200 and 220 something like that yesterday scored it was good score and then while they chasing they score something 204 but of course while chasing 200 above something it's quite difficult the you know you, you just need to go for every ball and i think it's going to be a very good match tomorrow and i wish it goes for high scoring runs as well pressure on uh, the desert vipers after a, a defeat or is it all still <clears throat> everything on an even keel in the camp would you say no i don't think so we will be having any pressure as as you said like you know it was not a final it's not a semi final <clears throat> we have lot of match coming up so i don't think so there will be pressure on anyone and as as i said again that we did really well a few mistakes that cost us yesterday match i think we just need to cover that thing and it was very less mistakes so i think if we cover that thing we will uh, win the game Ron Mustafa the Desert Vipers all-rounder in confident mood ahead of Tuesday night's game against MI Emirates in Abu Dhabi. And that wraps things up for this episode of Vipers Voices. 
As ever, please like and subscribe to make sure you get the very latest interviews and news from the Desert Vipers camp during the DP World ILT20. And a reminder that we'll also be giving you exclusive insider reaction after every Vipers match of the tournament, so please stay with us. And remember, you can also follow the Desert Vipers on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook too, as well as visiting the website at thedesertvipers.com. You can also buy tickets for all Desert Vipers matches online. Just look out for them through the Platinum List website and app. For now then, this is Brian Murgatroyd, and as ever, thanks so much for listening.